0: What I want to talk about is quantum consciousness. And to do that, I'm going to rely a lot on the works of Lisa Transcendence Brown and Meg Benedicte. Now both have written books on the subject and it's all about the law of attraction and becoming a divine human being. Kind of raising your vibration and your frequency to heighten your consciousness enough to commune with other beings, angels, archangels, people who have passed away or loved ones, and all things that you can't even possibly imagine. So it's really quite... An extraordinary experience. Now the reason why my podcast has a lot to do about specific stones and crystals is because that is my method and my device to heighten my frequency and my vibration to get to be able to go to those places and to see, you know, to be able to commune with clients, loved ones, or my loved ones to be able to get guidance and to channel. I use these stones, and I'm sure you've seen my backlog of my catalog of episodes that I talk a lot about each individual stone because these are stones that are not the most well-known like amethyst or rose quartz or just quartz in general. Um, these are stones that have gone through a, a process of being, you know, um, heightened in a certain way due to not only geometric configurations, but with specialized, very high vibrational stones like fenachite. Um, and what it does is it turns the stones who have. Then, already have been vibrationally um, mutated to become a zestulite, they go through a process called azazel superactivation, and I've talked about. I have a whole episode on this. And what's important about that is that these crystals will then boost other crystals that you may be working with, whether it's amethyst or labradorite or dolomite or lazulite or whatever it is you're using on your third eye or a chakra stone or you know for stones for the other chakras it will boost every stone that you're using whether you're using it for crystal healing for emotional balance or physical balance if you have any maladies or illnesses or if you're using it for vibrational ascension so it's really important for me to just give you an idea of why I do and why I talk about the things that I talk about. Because if you just look at my catalog and you're saying, why is it she's talking about thorolites, she's talking about cetrolokas, esterolites, you know, all these big name, you know, obscure stones, which, believe it or not, are not hard to get. Um, I want to... I want to give you the information so that way you can decide for yourself if this is something that you want to do. Um, It's part of the spiritual journey. It's part of the spiritual um, fitness program. It's part of a spiritual enlightenment. And we're all going through it. And I'm just imparting the ways that I use things and I do things that may be helpful for you. So, without further ado, I would like to talk about um, the law of attraction, uh, multidimensionality, and transcendence from these wonderful women who are really pioneers, who've been doing this and talking about this from before the spiritual empowerment and enlightenment um, Began, you know, before it was as popular as it is now. So stay tuned, and I'll be right back with Meg Benedicte and Lisa Transcendence Friends. Welcome back to Psychics Today. I'm your host, Jill Roberts. Um, first, I just want to apologize if the audio isn't as good as it usually is. I am literally um, outside on the terrace 15 stories up today because it is a beautiful day here in Manhattan. And uh, I wanted to take advantage of it. And I wanted to um, do a podcast where we're talking about, you know, kind of the work of these two women. Now, the first is Meg Benedicte, and she is the founder of what's called Quantum Access. If you go on YouTube, you will find her 11-minute kind of intro of how to do the um, the quantum access that, that she um, talks about a lot in her work with Metatron's Cube and the Oscillating uh, Pillars of Light. So if you're confused at all, I will find the link and put it in the show notes if I can, okay? But I want to talk about her perception of the world of duality. So according to Meg Benedicte, we're reaching a time in human history when we're experiencing firsthand the effects of personal as well as collective karma. Now, meanwhile, our little planet exists within a Spinning galaxy. We're going to be getting into some physics here, so please bear with me. I will try and clear up everything I can when it comes to this. So, we're, our planet exists in a spinning galaxy. We're surrounded by space-time curvature, providing continual feedback. Even our DNA is spinning strands of genetic code. We're living in a bioenergetic organism designed to particulate matter according to the exchange of information streaming into the brain. And so all thoughts, emotions, and actions that, we're that we experience are metabolized at certain frequencies into the brain, and then it's converted into our perception of reality. Just like television sets convert frequencies into a visual screen, our brain waves Then outward into a collective consciousness, only to return and become our human reality. So we live in a third-dimensional world of duality, basically a polarizing electromagnetic force field of light and dark, or positive and negative energy. Um, So therefore, we're the living, basically the living embodiment of duality. So for every positive action we take, there is an equal opposing force of negative reaction. And that's what the principle of duality is. In an electromagnetic field, opposite forces attract. The ever-present balancing of opposing, repelling forces of positive, negative, negative magnetic states battle within our body, heart, and our mind. Physical matter is compressed between the gravitational forces of polarization or the orientation or the orientation of wave oscillation pointing either positive or negative direction of the magnetic pole. So it's often misunderstood that the ever-present recurrent resistance of dark or negative forces is to be expected while living in the world of duality. This is, however, our ecosystem remains balanced and ordered within a polarized electromagnetic field. It explains why the universal law of attraction is ineffective within a dualistic environment. Opposites attract within a polarized world. So this is the problem we're having with applying the law of attraction and having it actually work. So not only did this become evident throughout Meg's life, but she continued to hear endless stories from her clients over the years of how the counterforce was sabotaging all efforts to create, to manifest, and to evolve. A perfect example of this occurred in 2006 when she received a series of visions and guidance from spirits to collaborate and form a cooperative healing center in Los Angeles. Her business partner found a beautiful site waiting for them next to a yoga center. They applied, they were approved, and just needed to complete the final contract and move in. At the point of manifestation in the material world, the opposing force of duality kicked in and sabotaged their healing center. The property owners gave empty promises, delayed the move in date, and finally ignored their calls. The whole project lost its legs, so to speak, and was no longer rooted in a material world. During this process, you know, she could feel the incredible wave of counterforce pushing them backwards, opposing all forward movement to create something new. This field of duality was actually sabotaging the law of attraction, by opposing creative progress. According to the popular New Age film, The Secret, which I'm sure we've all seen or read or heard about, it is assumed that by utilizing the law of attraction, we can proactively manifest the perfect identical match to our focused intention, visualization, and energized feelings as electromagnetic beings. Unfortunately, while we're living in a polarized environment, We only magnetize an opposing force that sabotages manifesting our dreams. So it becomes apparent to Meg, after countless years years of effort, to manifest her soul's purpose and destiny, that the only way to successfully manifest the material world, world would require abandoning duality and transition into living in the quantum field. And I agree with her with this 100%, because, you know, even when I was doing my evidential mediumship uh, certifications and my shamanic initiations and, and all the other things that I've, I've studied over the years, it was always pressed into to me that we live in duality and the polarization and you know negative and positive and everything that I just talked about. So we want to get away from that. And we want to live and this is why the stones become important for me because it's that's my access to vibrational ascension to be able to be in the quantum field because then i can attract what i want to manifest um so she was determined to unlock a sacred key to enter a new world of unity consciousness and her transformational tool was the quantum vortex okay so then she talks about overcoming karma. According to May, the balancing system of the dualistic world is the karmic cycle. And it's an eternal trap of polarized forces preventing human evolution. At the dawn of the 21st century, it's evident that we are currently in the grip of an extraordinary backlash of karmic energy. It's almost like you know how you feel about Mercury retrograde, you know, it's the same thing. You're going backwards. You're not being able to manifest your intention. And we manifest at the speed of thought. So, you know, you've got to watch what you're thinking too. You know, everything that's in the secret is maybe an eighth of what needs to be done in order to get the desired effect. The secret was kind of like a training manual that didn't give you all the information. So now, not only is it an extraordinary intensity, but it's deeply seated within our planet's energetic body, erupting in natural disasters, wars, poverty, hunger, and violence affecting all of us. As we exist within an earthbound human body, We feel the ripples of karma continue to move through our psyche, our nervous system, and our biology. As the karmic waves build in intensity, humanity is exhibiting more disease in the physical, mental, emotional, and spiritual realms. So how do we begin to heal the human karmic debt and reverse the damage to ourselves and to the planet? We'll never evolve until we can break free of this prison of polarized karma. Our history as humans is also repeating itself. We sit and scratch our heads in perplexity and confusion unable to digest the fact that we are on the brink of extinction once again. Everywhere we see signs of the wounded human psyche, fragmented minds brought on by the collapse of ancient mysticism, philosophy, science, and human idealism, the onslaught of the dark ages, and illiteracy and ignorance, and the increasing pressures of modern civilization. Will the global collective karma destroy another human civilization? I mean, what will it take for us to wake up and create this new Earth? And Meg is not the first person to talk about New Earth. Lisa Transcendence Brown, Robert Simmons, I think maybe even Judy Hall, but I'm not sure about Judy Hall. There's a lot of people, pioneers, people who who have been dealing with this situation since the early 90s in the late 80s who were going through all of this transcendent change at a time when you couldn't really speak about it there were no podcasts there were not I mean there was no YouTube I mean there was a lot of things that weren't at our disposal so it was very hard to get the message out there that you know there is a new earth and we have to figure out how to bring it into existence and create it otherwise we're just going to repeat the, fo- the problems over and over and over again of, of human civilization. You know, the shift starts with each and every one of us owning our own personal karma and choosing to confront the depths of our personal duality for healing. The capacity of the human ego's resistance to self-reflection, analysis, and forgiveness is astonishing, but it's very real. We would rather distract ourselves with just about anything before we'll confront our personal demons, you know. We'll binge watch something on Netflix. We'll find ways, you know, to just do anything but. And that goes into, you know, uh, the shadow selves, dark night of the soul kind of thing. So um, I want to talk very briefly about Meg Benedict's healing journey. So she came across this healing path as a direct response to her own debilitating patterns and wounded consciousness. At some point in her 30s, she began to recognize that she'd always attracted a certain type of man with a similar behavior pattern as her adoptive father. And I think we all can attest, women can attest to this. Uh, You know, we do kind of attract what's kind of comfortable, whether it be negative or positive. Um, So on some conscious level, she felt like, a human magnet for raging, cheating, abusive, sexual addicts. Her first course of treatment was traditional psychotherapy and codependency anonymous, but it soon became clear that she was dealing with a much deeper, darker, ingrained force. You know, she was caught in this swirl of karmic re- retribution and could not escape the hold that it had on her life. I've gone through that myself. And, you know, I I dated men that had certain negative aspects of my father and uh, negative aspects of his personality and the way he was. And because it was oddly, it was, of course, subconscious, but it was comfortable, even though I hated the situation. So, you know, she often heard a quote, which was, our deepest wounds lead us to our greatest gifts. So by entering a heavily karmic incarnation, her walk in soul was working through a previous owner's soul contract, and that was the entrapment of karma and the suffering of the human fragmentation. Now, um, I don't know if I've talked about uh, last year when I went through um, different uh, stages of mediumship and and the clairs, but... um, I do do, um, a, you know, Divine Soul Blueprints with um, the Akashic Records. It's, it's one of my services. And, you know, I tell you about all sorts of things about your soul. And one of them is a walk, what's called the Walkman Soul. So at the time of of death or birth, a soul can come in to a body and either be you have two souls or one leaves and the other one walks in and replaces it. It's not very common. It I have had clients who've had that happen to them, and it feels like you kind of cannot relate to anything that makes sense. If you've had a near-death experience, or have died for, uh, you know, a minute or two or have had a traumatic situation like this, or even trauma, deep trauma, where your psyche has had to remove itself because otherwise you physically couldn't go through the pain. Um, a lot of that time that happens with sexual abuse, if you were sexually abused, or if you had someone pass away and you were there for it, um, certain traumas can have this happen. So she had a walk-in experience where now her soul is not, it, it, who she is is not who she was, okay, because the soul that she had left and walk she had a soul walk-in and that soul that walking soul had soul contracts with other people basically it's other consciousness other souls but it's kind of like uh you know when you're with somebody and you break up and you keep getting back together there's something that needs to be worked out there's unfinished business with somebody and you know, in reincarnation, life after life after life, this person has, and this is in the Akashic Records, so, you know, it's kind of like a big library if you want to think about it in that capacity. Um, You end up, you have to realize that you have a soul contract with that, and you have to break that, you have to break that binding. So what happened to her is that the previous soul that was there before, her soul walked in, had soul contracts with somebody else, and it was entrapped in karma. And as a soul visitor, she had not built up karmic debt, so this life swap kind of thing was provided entry into the world of duality and enabled her to viscerally learn about the current human condition. Her life story propelled it into awakening of the bioenergetic healing and activation of the quantum vortex as a transformation tool. The pain, the heartbreak, and frustration fed her inner urgency to find a cure. Glimmers and glimpses of our beautiful human potential inspired her to break free of the prison holding her captive in her mind and body. And she needed to resolve and eliminate the karmic debt and devote you know, to herself the pursuit of self-realization. So in order to do that, we're going to, to talk really quickly about facing the shadow self. So all of humankind is being offered this extraordinary opportunity to travel the path towards becoming a divine human and the physical embodiment of the soul. That journey entails the gradual healing, clearing, and releasing of all polarized negativity from our bodies, our aura fields, and our subconscious minds. So we must begin to observe and recognize our life lessons as we reflect and analyze our personal patterns and behaviors. The key to unlocking karma is the wisdom it imparts as we allow ourselves to receive the seething balm of forgiveness and compassion. Wisdom erases all karma. It really does. Every aspect of human life has meaning and purpose. We need to awaken out of our fragmented mental distractions Open our eyes to the truth and become, quote unquote, the observer. As we delve into our shadow self, we uncover the negatively charged areas ready for healing and forgiveness. Every layer of shadow that we probe, uncover, heal, and integrate will contribute to the increased raising of our energetic vibration. And as we let go of more and more heavy, dense, stuck energy, we begin to accelerate. Our energy frequency and feel lighter and lighter. You know, we experience lighter thoughts, lighter emotions, and also lighter bodies, which is wonderful. Um, by converting this dense, lower vibrational shadow consciousness of duality into higher consciousness, we enhance our physical health, our well being. We begin to feel less disconnected and empty inside, and more soul presence and joy in our daily lives. So, you know, it's important to do what we don't wanna do and that is face our personal demons, you know? Let it pierce us, acknowledge it, heal it, forgive yourself, forgive the other person and let it go. Because this is the only way we're going to be able to transcend and get to the quantum vortex and not live in a world of polarized duality because if we do you know right now the magnetic fields around the earth are intensifying the earth is vibrationally ascending and we're all awakening to certain things i have a lot of clients out of nowhere telling me that you know they are they're seeing you know apparitions they they have negative energy in certain rooms and whether it be their land or their house or you know something that is you know they're waking up to wow there's there's other senses than what I can physically see hear touch and taste so you know this is happening whether we like it or not and it's all how we kind of um, deal with it and and are we going to put our hand, head in the sand like an ostrich and, and just have no peripheral vision and say this is not happening? It's happening. And we really, really need to deal with some sort of spiritual fitness program. I mean, we have it for every other part of our being except spirituality. spirituality we spirituality, we're not talking about religion. We're talking about you know, our planet, we're talking about our soul, and it's so incredibly important, you know, because everything else is just going to be, you know, two steps forward and ten steps back if we don't get rid of this duality, this polarization, this good and bad, you know, this positive-negative, you know, it, it's something that, It's been ingrained in us with the enlightenment um, process from the past. You know, this is something that, like I said, I was taught. And it's so untrue. And when I get offers for, you know, by different mystics or different shamans or different whomever who's doing a course and... And they talk about, you know, they have a whole section on polarity and duality and polarization and how we live in it and how we have to, you know, uh, how it's like, you know, just part of opening up all of your psychic uh, senses. It's not part of that. We don't have to. It's, you know, people are not realizing that this is not a positive thing. This is... This is something we want to, uh, you know, get away from. This is is a way of thinking. This is why the secret didn't work. This is why the law of attraction, even though we manifest at the speed of thought, we're manifesting and we're trying to get the right things to come to us, and we're getting the complete opposite. Because we are living in a world of duality, and we don't have to be. You know, we need to create this new earth, otherwise this civilization, we're going to wipe ourselves out. It's happened before. You know, and it will happen again. And we really, really, really need to take, we start with yourself. You know, you don't have to worry about your neighbor right now. You just have to know about you. You've got to deal with the dark side of the soul. You've got to deal with, with you know, the negative emotional and and behavioral patterns. And really own up to what you're doing and forgive yourself. Forgive the way you think about another person, if they've harmed you in any way. It's hard to do that. I'm not saying it's easy. It is hard. But it's something that we have to do in order to move to the next level, to the next step, to the next in in period of enlightenment. Because we'll never get anywhere. It's like, you know running, you know, up the stairs on an escalator coming down. You're not going to get to the top. It'll be a struggle. You'll get there, but it'll be a struggle. Well why should it be a struggle? You no, know, we do have something called the law of attraction. We do have, you know, quantum energy and matter all around us that we can tap into and portals and interdimensional reality, period, and We're not going to get there if we don't take the first step. And the first step is this. Turn inside. Heal yourself. Heal that inner child. Heal from the world of thinking of just in black and white. Because things are not just black and white. I was watching... um, something on Netflix that Kanye West was on with David Letterman, and he said, you know, and it's very true, people are not either 100% good or 100% bad. There is is the gray-shaded area. And we need to live in the gray-shaded area and get away from the white and the black because the duality and the polarization is only going to stunt us. And we don't need, this is very important, we do not need to be stunted now. Now is, it's emergence. it's something that we have to do, and we have to do it soon. So, I know I've talked about this for a while. I'm um, take a quick break, and I'll come back and explain more. Stay tuned. back to Psychic today. I'm your host, Jill Roberts. So, um I don't think we're gonna I'm gonna get a chance to get around to Lisa Transcendence Brown's work today. However, Meg Benedicte's work is really important and I'm only even just touching on the world of duality in this episode because otherwise it'd be really, really long. But in her book um, soul realize, unlocking the sacred keys to becoming the, a divine human. What you didn't know about the law of attraction. Um, this is what it says on the back cover. Will the changing times affect you, or will you affect the change? Are you awakening to the planetary shift in consciousness? Do you know that you? that your human energy field is constantly responding to an invisible, vibrant force of creative power that can be tapped and utilized at any given moment? What if everything you knew about the human condition is wrong? Drawing from years as a quantum healer and ascension teacher, Meg Benedict Day unveils astonishing insights about the history of humanity and our blocked potential as divine humans. So, realize unveils the missing link that will make the secret and the law of attraction effective in helping the masses attain peace, love, happiness, and abundance. It's not what you've been told. Discover the hidden mysteries of why one, the collective holographic mind has amnesia, two, the karmic cycle of reincarnation is a trap, three, victim consciousness sabotages love and prosperity, four, Moving beyond duality is essential to your ascension as a divine human. That's what we've been talking about. And five, separation from the soul must be considered as a contributor to the disease. By bridging the principles of quantum physics with those of metaphysics, Meg Benedicte offers her innovative process, Quantum Access. This book lays out the foundational background for the process. While reading Soul Realize, you will... Discover the sacred keys that unlock humanity's evolutionary ascension, plus experience personal healing and transformation of your body, mind, and spirit in ways you've never imagined was possible. Based on real case studies and client sessions, includes powerful quantum vortex meditations designed to activate soul realization and personal transformation. And they have a little thing about Meg. Meg Vendicte, author, teacher, quantum healer, and founder of Quantum Access, is an expert in treating the root cause of human dysfunction, unrealized potential, and spiritual disconnection. She has over 20 years of experience in private healing practice, as an intention activator, offering quantum access training, meditation CDs, podcasts, and webinars. I've taken a lot of Meg's um, uh, webinars. And a lot of the stuff she does comes around uh, what's coming up is we're having a um, solar eclipse. You know, uh, she's just been one about um, uh, the summer solstice. Um, Certain, there'll be the 8-8 Lionsgate one. She does a lot of these. And you really need to watch that video about how to do the the meditation of uh, Metatron's Cube and the uh, the Pillars of Light in order to understand how to do it while you're doing the webinar or her podcast. I mean, if you don't want to do it at the time of the event for 12 I think it's like $12 or something like that, um, you can catch the replay for free on her podcast. I don't have that information with me, but I just wanted to tell you that about um, about her and what her book is about. So, really quickly, I want to go uh, back to um, the world of duality for a minute, okay? And we're going to talk about ego-centered to soul consciousness. So, it's important to understand that we're not our mind, okay? The lower egoic mind controls our human self and exists in duality and 3D time. I'm sure you've heard of 5D and 7D and, you know, 12D, and, you know, people talk about dimensionality, and they don't really kind of explain it. But our lower mind is the less developed, almost childlike aspect of our personality. It only believes in what it can see, hear, and touch in the physical world the only way to break free from the limitations of the material plane is to step out of the ego's mind, reality, and begin to observe and address life from the higher perspective of the soul. So, you know, the four insights, which a leading psychologist and medical anthropologist, Alberto Deloado, PhD, describes the nucleus concept of the soul as the best word we have for the essential part of ourselves that seems to have preceded our entry into this world, yet it also endures after our lifetime. There needs to be a shift in power, like the passing of a baton from the controlling human ego to the wisdom of timeless soul in order to break free of duality and to evolve into becoming a divine human. This can only be one of the most towering experiences, often called Dark Night of the Soul. When the ego resists change and battles to maintain control over the lower will and earthly life. Unfortunately, the ego mind doesn't understand that it only exists in the physical plane and thus its decisions are limited and based only on what it can see, hear, or touch. This is not part of our personality that should be wielding power and influence in our lives. We tend to blame outside forces when we don't get what we want, not realizing that everything is flowing into our lives as a result of our past actions. When we can move into following the wisdom of the soul and feel the presence of our personal power and true essence, then we're able to take full responsibility for what we create in life. It is only when we shift our awareness and see through the eyes of the soul that we can see the consequences of our past egoic decisions, actions, and words. We are then able to own and accept the legacy of our less developed self and begin the process of clearing the negative energy from the past so we can move into the purity of the future. It's a process of internal house internal house cleaning. It frees, you know, think of it as spring cleaning. It frees us from the shackles of the past. We gotta stop looking back and stop trying to figure out and control the future. You know, it, it blocks and chains us holding into frozen in the limitations of time. By cleaning out all the shadow consciousness of the ego itself, we can break free of the limiting beliefs, the patterns and programs that have kept us prisoners in this duality and move into the multidimensional pulse and stillness of singularity. It opens the heart to feel, you know, the natural flow of abundance, and the exquisite joy present in quiet moments in life. You know, that's the other thing. You know, once we clean out the dark night of the soul and our negative behavioral patterns and thinking, we have to live in them now. We can't keep looking back to, you know, things that we've done or things that other people have done and, and hold on to it, because the more we hold on to it, the more we're being stuck in this world of duality. You know, and you can't live in the future because you know what? Decisions we make, yourself makes, and other people can change that. And that's why, even when I do psychic readings or tarot readings, you know, when I do it, I do it, the future for within three months because there's so many decisions, and because we have free will that can change that outcome of what I'm predicting and what I'm seeing and what I'm getting either from the cards or from the Akashic records or from my clear senses, it can be changed by a split second of a decision that you make that goes in another direction. So, you know, we need to disentangle from the dark web of duality, break free of the karmic cycle, and we can soar the heights of our visions, I feel the bliss of freedom. You know, humanity exists in a devolving world of karmic debt and the ever battling forces of light and dark. All efforts to manifest as creative beings through the law of attraction are sabotaged by the polarizing counterforce of duality. The path to enlightenment requires the dismantling of duality and ego control so that we can dedicate our lives in the wisdom and purpose of the soul so I want you to just think about that I want you to try and clear out all the discordant thoughts, emotions and patterns of dis-ease and then be able to feel the pulse of being in a new healthy body a clear mind a joyful heart and a calm center you know if you do her spinning in the quantum vortex it you know it will accelerate the oscillation of our subatomic particles to unlock and break free from the dense polarized magnetic field that is keeping us stuck and then able to improve our life situation um, I believe that there is a healing exercise that she has and I do want to do that as a guided meditation. So think about what I've talked about today and think about if it makes sense to you because it definitely makes sense to me. And, you know, once we've dealt with our shadow self and the stuff we're holding on to in the past, whether it be for our, for our own actions or actions of others or traumas that we've been through, we need to heal, we need to forgive ourselves. And this is where the stones I talk about come in. There are certain stones that can help with this. You know, Master Shamanite is a great stone, Black and Zestulite, definitely. Um, those are just two stones that i'm thinking of off the top of my head okay um even other zestralites these stones will help there there are certain zestralites and i think i believe i did store light but if i didn't i will do it soon um that will bring you you know bliss and light and there are other zestralites that you can work with that will help you deal with this, you know, egocentric, dark night of the soul kind of stuff, to help you clear out all the patterns of negativity, of thinking and behaving and holding on to stuff, so that way you can move forward, so the stones are tools, use them, they're energetic beings inside of them, okay, and they're here to help us, you know, they You know, we have so many chakras in the body that we can use these stones on. And especially with your palm chakras and to activate them, you just, you know, quickly rub your hands back and forth make sure you get your fingertips and your wrists as well. And then it will sensitize the feelings of the pulsations from the stones and that you can get the full experience of them. But think about this. it it makes a lot of sense. It's been ingrained to us too much in the past 20 years or 25 years that the world of duality and polarization is something good and something that's you know, part of quantum science and you know what, there is another way and there's a better way and we need we all need to do this. We need to do this to create a new earth and to Vibrationally ascend and to be happy, to live in the moment, to not be living in the past and holding on to what you did or they did. So, I just wanted to end with that. I am going to do a guided meditation with some healing exercises of Meg's from her book, Soul Realized. Um, it deals with the law of attraction. A lot of us. You know are into that, or have been into it since it came out in the movie and the book The secret and you know what before I deal with Lisa Transcendence round, I think we should go more into the law of attraction with Meg's work, and then we'll get into Lisa's work, which is a little bit more confusing, believe it or not. um Meg does explain the quantum physics behind all of this. And the particles and energy and every and matter and everything like that, so I hope you have a wonderful day. I'm sending you all my love and light.